Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Great News with Kevin and Mike. And this guy. And this guy is Andy Schoen, who Hi was there. the person that hired me at K Rock in 1990. So changed Crazy. my life. Changed my yes. life. Yes. It changed my life too. I got a lot of mileage out of it. Did you? Yeah. Okay, no, I good. got to. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was. I, I was sorry to see you leave K Rock because uh, that story it just it got harder for me to get dinner reservations and things like that <laughs> afterwards. Oh, so Andy, Kevin and Bean guy. Okay. So Andy's just going to sit in with us for some of the stories and sure. uh, give us his insight. Well, also on, on top of me. that, I think um, it, it's worth mentioning, obviously, that you hired Kevin, but then you went on to work at MTV at a very, very prominent level when MTV was really, 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 really important when they were kind of at the cutting edge of pop culture and. That's got to, you've got to have insane stories. Yeah, I've got definitely a lot of good stories. And K-Rock is what got me to MTV. So K-Rock yeah. was, uh, you know, opened a lot of doors for a lot of us, for sure. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. All and of then, us in this orb. Yes, this, correct. This tweet or whatever this is we're in. <laughs> it's not a tweet, but it is an orb. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is an orb. Mike, you have an intro for us? I do, in honor of uh, Andy being here and um, our conversations off the air. This is the Great News Intro brought to you by Michael Jackson. Okay. <laughs> Jamona! It's intro! Jamona intro! Intro! Devilish, Tom Snedden. Um, our first story is a Paso Robles man who lost his home in his RV in a fire. And I don't know if you guys have seen wildfires, but they destroy everything they come in contact with. Very scary. And this guy's home was completely burned down. And through social media, watch what happened. I think the most beautiful thing in the world, I really do. Uh, I thought I lost everything. Yeah. I'll have this the rest of my life. This is my home. A little small talk. They got him a new RV is what happened here. It's a brand new one, huh? Brand new one. I'm waiting for this to catch on fire. Oh, is it? No? Oh, yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, jeez. Not again. Run. Underneath the bed, the engine. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, kick ass. Man. That's usually where they keep I mean, the, uh, the dead prostitutes. Literally, just what I had on. <laughs> Look. And I didn't even have time oh, to geez, grab my guitar. Geez. And everything had been replaced by the community. Um, just everything. My clothes, my guitar, my home. This home is prettier and cleaner and better than the RV I had. This has a diesel engine. I've been wanting to see my mom for quite a while. And I'll take my RV would maybe. This is like, I gotta have plans. For some, I'm, I give thanks to God every day for everything that happens. It's, it's amazing that they came together, social media, you know, put the story out, and a bunch of people donated and just said, hey, here's a brand new RV that is actual drivable. It's pretty <laughs> it's amazing. Beautiful. And you could tell, I mean, that guy was not kind of a, 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 a an emotional fella. We've no. Got his 
Wranglers, no. you know, and his flannel tucked yeah. in. Like, he was a tough fella, and he was just so overwhelmed by emotion. Well, he also said, um, I didn't even have time to grab my guitar. So that was what was really important to him. And they replaced the guitar oh, with a new right. guitar. So Very that's nice. pretty amazing. Yeah. Maybe, I love you can, that. maybe you can cut us an intro version. You know, I could take the day off. You could do a nice intro. Okay. Reach out to him. Let's work on that. I have a story, Kevin. Yes. We go from Paso Robles, California to the hard inner city. Where stuff goes down. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You understand, Andy? Stuff yeah, goes do. down in the stuff hard inner down. city. That's right. The hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> one That's man. Right. The mean streets. One man was not going to take it anymore. <laughs> All right. Okay. He's yeah. like, a, like, a, like a real life Charles Bronson. He said, enough. I'm on my way to run a marathon. And before I do that, I'm going to whoop that ass. Check it out. <laughs> you don't move. You don't move. When Jean-Paul Lapierre saw men robbing CTA riders on their way to the Chicago Marathon, he didn't sit idly by. Get down! Get down on the ground! Look close, that's a gun Lapierre took away from the robber in red. This all started as the train was stopped at Cumberland and riders were rushing for the doors. He said, uh, this doesn't seem the right way. He says, no, there's a guy on the train with a gun walking around right now robbing people. So uh, that kind of made me mad. He went back on the train and confronted the man entirely on his own. The confrontation caused concern among some passengers. Please, please don't make this any worse. Okay, you give me a police officer right now. LaPierre asked for help handling the gun. Right. Take the, put the safety on that gun. Honey, I have no idea how to do that. Put the safety on that gun. I'm a box, I'll break your head in one part. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few hours later, and after finishing the marathon himself, LaPierre told our Shannon Halligan the alleged Robert had friends on the train. They started threatening me, but I just stood stern-faced. Um, and the guy kept saying to me, it's just the gun, let me go, let me go. And I, I kept telling him, you're not going anywhere. No, I don't give a marathon runner who was threatened moments earlier and provided this video to WGN says she's thankful LaPierre was there. He didn't hesitate to step in at all. It was incredible to see because everyone else just sat there frozen. The 54-year-old runs a storage facility in the Boston area. He says he's used to tough guys. Golden Gloves boxing in his youth. Black belt in karate. I have no problem breaking on that. Armed him. <laughs> no problem breaking For this encounter. You know, incidents happen all over, you know. Despite the standoff on the CTA, LaPierre says he loves Chicago. It's one of the best cities I've ever visited. 30-year-old so, Tremaine Anderson. You, enough with this asshole. I will say this. <laughs> yes. This is the first time I've ever seen somebody step up, take the situation into his own hands, yes. and no one help. <laughs> it was well, the opposite of that. People dude, were like, hey, don't make it worse. I understand that, but things change greatly when there's firearms involved. Yeah, agree. Like, I totally support everyone else on the train being like, I, I'm not But, you know, the first rule, the first rule is always like, they always say, like, if someone's got a gun, you don't try and get it away from them, because that's when it goes off. Right. You know, like this just happened but he had a week ago in, in Beverly Hills. If anybody saw that story about somebody who had some idiot with a half a million dollar watch and oh, some yeah. guy came and grabbed it. Yep. Um, and because he tried to grab the gun, it went off and shot a lady in the leg. So you, they don't tell you, do that. don't do that, uh, you know, if, if at all possible. He could have broken his neck, he you said. Stop. He said he had no problem. Breaking all of neck. you stop. Let me recount what really went on here. <laughs> he got off the train. Yeah. He heard from people, there's a guy on the train with a gun. Robbie. He's like, you hold, 
got back on the I'll train. Be right yeah, true. Back. Yeah, yeah. Confronted the dude. True. Took yeah. the gun and said, "I'm a box. I'll break your face." <laughs> Held him there. <laughs> Cops came, arrested the dude. Then went and ran the Chicago Marathon. Okay. I mean, that fucking guy kicks so much ass. Yeah, he really He's does. He's so much better than we he are. He really does. There's no question about he that. He really does. Yeah. You like to see uh, good things happen to people. Just it's refreshing to see good things instead of bad things. Sure. In uh, Kansas, there was a girl who just turned 18. Her name is Sloane Stanley. And she thought, I'm going to do what grownups do. I'm going to buy myself a lottery ticket. Okay. Check this out. Welcome back. And it had to be something more than just beginner's luck as a high school student struck it rich after she played the lottery for the very first time. I, you call that mojo. <laughs> Sloan Stanley purchased a lottery ticket four days after she turned 18. The high school senior spent just $5 for scratch off tickets. It turned out to be a very wise investment, netting a jackpot of $25,000 as she prepares to enter college in the fall. Sloan says she will use her winnings to help pay for any student debt. Oh, nope. that's weak. Nope. <laughs> nope. You want to see her just go through it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think that's what happened. When you win 25 grand on your very first time, yeah. like, she can say all she wants. We all know that she's now hooking to support her <laughs> meth habit. <laughs> because she's gone through it all. That's immediately. <laughs> that money's gone. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville State basketball. That's not great news. This is great news. Okay. I think, I think this is great news. Okay. You're saying mine wasn't? I, I, the no. lottery ticket wasn't? I mean, depending. We don't know the end, but our yeah. made-up end is not great news. It Jack doesn't end well. Jacksonville right. State uh, basketball player. He's taller than you can ever imagine. Young man, 19, 19 years old. He has had some unfortunate problems with his mother. He, everything's good with their relationship, but I, I guess there were some struggles within the family that prevented him from actually going and visiting his mom since he's come to uh, college. And it's been close to five years since he's been wow. able to lay eyes on his own mother. Uh, well, the Jacksonville state basketball, uh, the, the coaches and the, and the, um, the, uh, what do you call staff? it? Staff? The staff there. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I would have gone, I would have gone the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> the staff there, they heard about this and they brought him in to watch some film on, okay. uh, for their upcoming game. And, uh, they had a little bit of a surprise plan. Check it out. All right. Gene, remember the, the talk, sit down there. So, the talk we had, me, you, Coach Wade, Coach Warren had Eastern Illinois. You're going to have to You sit right here. I'm right. We're documenting everything this trip because we want this to be a memorable time. But we got all the coaches in here because, you know, it's, it's winning time, right? It's, uh, and yes, Mike, sir. It's winning time. What your mom, what'd your mom used to tell you about Bell Whitman's? Yeah. You need them? I gotta get them regularly. Like every What's the last time you had one? Oh man, that was like what? Eight years ago? I'm tired I'm tired of I'm tired of belt with you myself, so come on in here. We gotta get the real thing here for you. No, 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 no. He's running away. Oh. <laughs> That's not my mom. Not my mom. <laughs> so overwhelmed with emotion, it was crazy. Pretty hard for people that age to show that kind of emotion. Yeah. Right, and you know, and we've seen enough of these stories, Kevin. <clears throat> where someone is so 
they're so impacted by what's going on that they can't even like they can't like they don't oh, normally yeah. react. They, yeah, he, you saw he got up and walked away like, oh my god, my brain can't handle it. Couldn't process it. <laughs> no words. There you go. You get the gist of that story. But I thought that that was a great, great moment caught on camera. That young man was just so overwhelmed to see his mom, mom again. There are uh, two people that. Are what? Right. Nothing about the team name. What was the team name? Listen, just one coach. This is why I didn't say anything about it, you shithead. Huh? <laughs> this is why I'm on this side of the camera. What because was, the what name the of the name? team is not the Gamecocks. The one coach happens to have a South Carolina Gamecock shirt on. <laughs> They're at Jacksonville State. He's got a... Doesn't he have a Gamecock Are Jacksonville State the Gamecocks, too? Are both these... T- 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 they both have this shirt uh, listen, How is there more than two... How is there more than one Gamecock? Listen, you failed by not bringing it up. I agree. That you should have brought it up. No, 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 no. You're not you. Fuck you. I am a South Carolina Gamecock I fan, see. And right. I refuse to even acknowledge the fact that Jacksonville State is also the Gamecocks. Gotcha. All right. All right. Maybe, maybe I also didn't... It's a, it's, it doesn't seem like it would be a popular name no, for a team. But it doesn't? Apparently, wouldn't be at the top of my list. Have it. I have a, a hat from South Carolina, and it just says Cox on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, that's their nickname. Yes. And I got it <laughs> yes. because it's a ca- I, I was literally not in the market for a new hat, and I saw it at like yep. some of the kiosk at the mall. I, I, like, I saw a college game where they were playing, and the cheerleaders were holding up signs that said, <laughs> Go Cox. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to tell this, you. I bought this Cox hat, right? Because it said Cox on it because I'm a child. Right, I'm telling you, I will be anywhere in the world, and someone will come up to me and be like, "Go Cox!" Right? Did you see the game against <laughs> Purdue? And I was like, "No, I I just like the word Cox. I just like the yeah. hat." Uh, you guys know I'm an executive now, right? I'm not this. I'm just moonlighting here, right? Right. Sure. So my very favorite business trip ever was in one day. I went to Cox Cable in Atlanta, okay, nice. and to Dick's Sporting Good headquarters in Pittsburgh. I spent a day wow. with Dicks and Cox. Wow. If you All could, in the same day. If you could only visit the Oregon State Beavers <laughs> that same day. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. The next story is about Cassandra Madison, who is 32, and Julia Tinetti, who is 31. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry, Kevin. Breaking news. The next story is going to have to wait. Hate to interrupt, but it's time to play a little game called Stinky Pinky. Andy Show. This is a game invented by my father and his colleagues at the Pentagon in the 70s. They is that a true watch- story? This is a 100% yes. true story. Yeah. Okay. They uh, they had uh, rooms and rooms of mainframes to to power these computers that are like 150th the size of this thing right here. And they would stare at these screens, making sure that the Soviets were not going to blow us up. To kill boredom, they would play this word wordplay game called Stinky Pinky. And the title pretty much explains it all. All right. I mean, it doesn't. The title is very misleading. Give me a second. Okay. All right. I'm flying blind here. Go ahead. They will give us clues. Describing two words that rhyme, but they can't use the actual answer words in the description. So if they were to to write up and put smelly finger, the answer could be stinky pinky. We know that the two two answer words do rhyme, and we have to come up with those words. So uh, overweight feline. Okay. Fat cat. Fat cat. Got Thank it. you. Okay. This is yeah. how we play the game. And is there a, is there a buzzer or anything? Is nope. Time no, based come thing? Up. If you see it, All you right. think of it, you go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Shh. 
It's time to play Stinky Pinky. It's a word game called Stinky Pinky. Everybody in the world, they love Stinky Pinky. Now, it's time to play Stinky Pinky. It's a word game called Stinky Pinky. And Ian Kelvin will play Stinky Pinky. He's leaving. Come back here, fucker. <laughs> here we go. All right. I'm doing a Piers Morgan there. That's what I was doing. It's topical. <laughs> Blacklist Anakin. What the fuck's an Anakin? Anakin Skywalker. Oh, God. Um, Blacklist. McCarthy. Uh, Blacklist. Russian. Blacklist. Hold Russian. on. Just give us a second. Blacklist. Can you think? So we're going Luke, maybe? Luke. Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Anakin is Anakin is, Skywalker? That's not Luke Skywalker. No, that's his dad. Is uh, Anakin Skywalker Darth Vader? Darth Vader. I believe yeah. so. He becomes yeah. Darth Vader. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dar- yeah. Vader. Dar- Vader. Darth. I don't. Darth. Am I playing or is he playing? No, no we're, we're playing. All playing. We're all we com- all try to play. Oh, we're all okay. competing. Vader. 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 Oh, I thought he generated the. Uh, oh no, this came is from somewhere else. No. Okay. Got it. Okay. Wait okay. a second. I'm just. I have a real sneaking suspicion that this asshole. Put up blacklist because it's a TV show, not because someone's getting blacklisted, and it's because of James Spader, which doesn't rhyme. Oh, Spader Vader. I got it, and it sucks. Well done. I think that yeah. was good. It was good. I was never gonna get it. Same. You know, I was Same. never. All gonna right, get Seaside it. Music. Yeah. Seaside Music. Music, music, melody. I'm bad at beach this. Beachside, beach, seaside, beach, beach, uh, pier. Ocean. Ocean. There, that's good. Here. Seaside. Ocean. Sea, uh, ocean. Yeah. Shore. Shore. Score. Music. Shore, shore score? score? Shore score? No. Nope. No. All right, we give up. Yeah, I don't know that one. Doc Rock. All right. No, don't yell. Don't yell. Doc? That's not seaside. That's a part of... Right, I agree. Yeah. Okay, go. That I also sweet. don't think I don't think there's a dock at the sea because that's a pier. I think a dock is on a lake. He just that's wrecked you. Point. He just s- fucked right? you up. So right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about a. I don't think you put a dock in a sea or an ocean. I think you're right. I think you put a pier. All right, marsupial Chevy. I don't know. What's a marsupial? Ferret? Is that a marsupial? No. Uh, what are those things that climb the sloth? I don't know. Let's get Chevy and then we can rhyme it. Chevy, yeah. Chevy, Chevy, Chevy. Is it a type of Chevy? Truck. Chevy, uh, I don't know any other Chevys besides like this, the Silverado. Uh, Why do you play this game? It's meant to let make us look stupid. Yeah. Okay. No, no usually, it's not meant that way. We, act, we kick ass. Yeah, it's yeah. not meant that way. It oh, just okay. happens. Chevy, happens. Chevy, Lumina, Chevy. They don't even make the Lumina anymore. Chevy, I don't know this. Corvette, Ca- uh, Camaro. What's uh, a, what's a marsupial? Andy, help us out. Marsupial is a. Uh, it's like a some sort of a. Animal. Name, An name animal. Some yeah. <laughs> name some marsupials. Name some marsupials. Why do I not, I not remember what it is? Yeah, Raccoon? I, I, think, I think so. Yeah. All right, hold on. You know like what? A, you will wait. Yeah, no, just like let me. Well, why are we going to wait? He can Mar- just give us the answer. No. We're going to no, wait. I want to like, get it. No, but I got I, I to remember what a marsupial Tell me what a marsupial is. I, marsupials. All right. Uh, They're animals. Uh-huh. Right. I, I had that part right. And any uh, member of the mars- mammalian marsupial... Give me an example here. Yeah. Possums, wombats. Possum. Yeah. Raccoon. No. Possum. Possum. Chevy. Chevy. Uh, Carnivore. What's a phalang? I don't know. Let's give up on this one. What is it? That doesn't rhyme! 
Is a ko- oh a koala bear? Koala is impala. A it does. Yeah. Koala impala. No. Koala and impala have the same what? last syllable. They don't rhyme. Koala impala. No. Impala rhymes with skimpala. You're being a koala very sore loser. Koala. You're being okay. a very sore loser. Next. Foggy oh, Patrick. Yeah. All right. Foggy Patrick. Foggy Patrick. 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 Bateman? Patrick. How many Patricks? Saint? Saint Patrick? Foggy. Foggy. Hazy. Swayze! <laughs> Hazy Swayze. I'm just I'm just going to return emails during this part. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Listen, I've only gotten one so Listen, far. By the way, marsu- by the way, I'm back play? to marsupials. They're, those are animals that are born in a pouch. They're born they're 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 just they're not developed when they're born. They have to stay in a bag within their mom. <laughs> okay. Guitar hookup. Guitar hookup. Hookup, 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 hookup. Sex. Hookup, 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 hookup. Bang. Guitar, Fender, Fender, Fender Les Paul, Gibson, Fender Les Paul. <laughs> what is it? What is it? String playing. Guitar. Stop it! It's not. You a can't clue for string. <laughs> Have you guys done any? Do you, do you guys know if this is popular? This feature or not? Oh no. Okay. No, no. I'm just asking. I mean, listen. I did it on Love Wine. A lot. Okay. And as soon as Loveline ended, right. no one cared about me. They wanted to put, put, okay. put a sticky beat. All right. So Pacific All right. Race. Uh, Pacific Race. Aryan Race. Aryan. Aryan. Uh, uh, Pacific Islander. Uh, what are the other races? Ocean. Maybe it's a race, like running race. Pacific Ocean. Pacific. I don't know. I got nothing. What is it? I. Cali rally. Cali now, rally. Now, listen, right? we're stopping. Done. You, you don't get to play anymore. You don't get to play anymore. <laughs> Pacific is a for California. Fuck you. I mean, it's not great. <laughs> All right, next story, Kevin. All right, let's go back to the story. Okay. Cassandra Madison, 32, Julia Tinetti, 31, were working together at a restaurant. Yeah, we are. We got the, <laughs> the outro. I'm angry. Called the I'm Russian angry. Lady Restaurant. Russian Lady. And they looked a lot alike, so they always made jokes about being sisters. Check this out. Julia and Cassandra met while working at the Russian Lady Bar in New Haven. One day, Julia noticed Cassandra's tattoo of the Dominican flag, and that's when they got to talking. What they both didn't realize at the time is that they were both adopted from the Dominican Republic. Oh my God. Now, coworkers always told them that they looked alike, so they just went with it. We had an event one day, and I bought a shirt that said, I'm the big sister, and her shirt said, I'm the little sister. And, you know, and everyone just would go along with it and so would we. Courtney, a friend and co-worker of both Julia and Cassie, had a feeling they were related from the beginning. When I started with Cassie, I met Julia and I looked at the to- both of them and I thought, I was like, you two look alike. Like, are you guys sisters? And we were, and she was like, no, we're not. We were both adopted from the Dominican Republic. And I was like, well, you guys look a lot alike. Like, 
is there, there's, there's gotta be something going on. They have similar facial features. Like Cassie has that very, like that rounder face, the cheekbones. They, they did, they both have the, that rounder look to their face. Rewind to when Julia was adopted. <laughs> Julia's adoptive mom flew to the Dominican Republic with another adoptive mom to meet their babies. Julia's best friend, Molly, was adopted the same day at the same time as her, and their mom stayed close as well. What they didn't know until about almost 30 years later, their paperwork was accidentally switched at birth. So her best friend has her paperwork and she has her best friend's paperwork. About five years ago, when Julia and Cassandra got serious about figuring out if they were in fact related, they realized their adoption paperwork didn't match up, but Molly's did. Molly's ancestry DNA results said that she was cousins with Cassandra's sister, so she couldn't possibly be her biological sibling. She was like, well, I can't be her sister then, but my paperwork says that our mom is the same mom. And then we were like, wait, what? Like, what's going on here? You know, and I felt like I was kind of the missing piece to this, like, mystery. So that's why I finally agreed to do the 23andMe, because other, if Molly didn't do that, we would have never done this. And after two and a half weeks of patiently waiting, the results were in. We're sisters! We're <laughs> actually so, sisters. by fate, friends turned into family. In 2018, Cassandra did a DNA test to connect with her biological father and siblings back in the Dominican Republic and had tough conversations with her biological dad, who said he and her mom suffered every day with the decision to put her up for adoption. When you adopt a child, you don't know right, their story. this story's going way too long. He said to me, he said, Mija, you have no idea what it's like. Right, they're sisters, okay. Yeah. They're sisters. They're, yeah. All right. And they worked in the same, they, what are the, what are the, they, they worked at the same restaurant. What are the, what are the chances? You know, yeah. Come on. I'm from the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Hi, Kebe. Hi, how are you? It's me, Manny Ramirez. Hey, I Manny. Love baseball. Hi. Hi, who are you, lady? I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a lady friend of the two gentlemen. Here. What's your name? My name's Andy. Hi, Brandy. Yes. Oh, Brandy. <laughs> what a fine girl you would be. Yes. Brandy. Fine right, girl. we get that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. What's going on, Manny? I'm from the Dominican Republic. Right. I was adopted, too. Right. A lot of people don't know. I'm adopted. They brought me America play baseball. And I have a long lost sister, too. You do. You have a long lost sister. Yeah, we're okay. from the same mom. Her name is Bronson Pincho. <laughs> do you remember Cousin Balky? I do. That's Manny Ramirez. That's your real name. Sister? Is here. She was born lady and then became Cousin Balky. Got it. Put a pee pee on her vagina. Right, we understand <laughs> how that works. <laughs> and then they did Perfect Strangers. <laughs> you know, it's a good show. Man, I really like it so much. Right. Brandy, are you a lesbian? Uh, no. No, I love no. lesbian. Yeah. Sometimes, Man, I miss when he got alone at night. I go and put on movie. <laughs> when I come home from hitting home run, I put on movie, a lesbian, and they do scissor. <laughs> And Man and Mirrors get very That's how solid. it works. And sometimes Man and Mirrors, he have underwear on. He still have drug strap. You know, drug strap with cup. Yeah. Right. So to pre protect my pee from playing baseball. Right. Man and Mirrors forget to take off cup. And he's watching scissor, lesbian scissor. And his boner go, oh, oh, no. It's pressing too hard. Guess my cup. All right. Man and Mirrors, go, go have a snack. Thank you, I Manny. I love it. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> Here's another thing yeah. about me. Yeah. Manny Ramirez is from Manhattan. He is? And yet, like, he... No one is, has adjusted his accent worse than maybe, maybe Arnold. Yeah. But Manny Ramirez has been here since he was, like, three. And he's still like, I am a body. I love Yeah, you can't understand a word he says. Yeah, that's true. He's gotten worse. <laughs> he's actually gotten worse. Go ahead. Thank no, that's you. it. That's, no, that's it. Oh, wait. No. I have one more story. Okay. There are people out there. There are men out there much better than us. Yes. That's for sure. And it's always so heartwarming when I find out that one of them is the father of another. And they're both better than all of us. And that hardworking father who's better than us deserves a nice, heartwarming surprise every once in a while. Check it out. 5-2 Sergeant on the air. Deputy Inspector Thomas Alps of the 5-2 Precinct had to call in his patrol sergeant today. 10-2 to command. 10-2 to command. Return to the precinct. The sergeant was being called back to be part of a detail to greet a special VIP. He thinks Cardinal Dolan is coming. So Sergeant Harold Murphy came back and joined the line of officers there to greet the Cardinal. It's been a long year for all police, but harder still for Sergeant Murphy. His son Ryan, a New York City police officer in the 4-3 precinct, has been in Afghanistan all year, serving as a sergeant with the U.S. Army. Because of the time difference and his son's many responsibilities there, the two rarely even get to talk. And Sergeant Murphy, the older one, thinks his son will be in Afghanistan for several more weeks. Press pause. Press pause now. Hold up. This guy has served as a New York City police officer for 40 years. Right. Mm -hmm. He has a son who is a New York City police officer. Right. That when he's not being a U.S. or excuse me, a New York City police officer, he says, I'm going to go be an army soldier in Afghanistan. That's, right. how, that's what he looks at his son. He says, that's those this two is people. my son. Yeah. My right. dad like, ah. My son pretends to be Manny Ramirez and farts into a microphone. <laughs> and people go, oh, this guy's like, my son's a cop like me. Yep. And then in his off time, he flies to Afghanistan, yeah, fight that's... for freedom. Kaboom. All right, here's the surprise. Here's the VIP. But Ryan Murphy's unit came home a little early. It took a moment to register. He's not even clapping. And at first, Sergeant Murphy didn't know what to do. But a gentle nudge was all it took. My heart's still racing seeing them. I feel like any proud parent, concerned, worried. Now I'm happy. <laughs> I think we got the gist of that Ryan one. Go ahead, cut it. I can watch um, the military coming home and surprising family all day. All it's day the best. I all love, I love when like they do that, especially when it's. Um, when the military is the parent, like when they yeah. have the little kids, yeah, the little yes. kids, at the home, little yeah. kids at school, and like uh, they're doing a school assembly, and the dad walks in, and the kid just breaks down. That's the best. Man. This dad needed a little push. Yeah, yeah, he needed. He it. wasn't really yeah. into it until I he think got he was just like that earlier clip where sometimes you just you can't process. It's too much. What you're seeing. Yeah, it's just yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, you can't you can't process it. They didn't. Uh, they didn't do that uh, surprise very well. You know what I'm saying? They said. The Cardinal from New York City is going to be coming in. So we have this VIP. You guys yeah. got to go. Are you? Uh, go. Uh, oh, the Cardinal. Are you expecting that? that like, <laughs> I don't know. That's I a good question. That one. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? They should have done something, but it was like, we have a real, we have a serious VIP celebrity. Been more vague about it. You, you got to come in. We got a bunch of free Subway in here. Got a bunch of, come on, you know, I, I, you'd roll in for that. That is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you'd hurry. Yeah. Yeah. You'd get in. That, sure. A couple of footlongs. <clears throat> All right. Andy. Did you say a couple of footlongs? <laughs> <laughs> he said he, his, son, his son's unit came home early, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they just sent it home in a box. His son's unit preceded him. <laughs> we got to make a porn about that. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't make porn. something about the unit. Something about like early unit, early release. <laughs> we got to early unit release. All right, do we have an outro? We do. All, All right, two. Should Manny Ramirez do the outro? Yes, please. You want me to hold up the thing yeah, for you? Yeah, you need to. I'll do it. You, I'll do it. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. yeah. As a special guest, thank you. Special guest. Andy, yeah. we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for My joining pleasure. us. My pleasure. Yes, agreed. Pleasure. Andy Schoen, everybody. Good to be here. <clears throat> All right. Get it, get it right. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Wait. Okay. Outro. All right. <laughs> Manu Mirrors give you outro. Say hello to the happy all right, to the blues. <laughs> Kevin, Mike, and Andy, they give you all the great news. I love scissors. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. <laughs>